Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Huddle Buddies podcast. I am your one of your co-hosts, Sean. And I'm Aaron. And football is, it's here, man. We're back, baby. It's like full We're blood. back. That being said, preseason football sucks. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't stand <laughs> it. I, I mean, week one, hard to watch because you don't know really, and like a lot of the players are guys that are just trying to get onto squads and randomly a starter might play a little bit here and there but for the most part do you do you want to see a starter though or do you like would you rather them just not on my team so like i think there should be like you know like a rule for fantasy football players they they need to stay out like yeah if you're if you're like a top eight draft pick in fantasy just sit this one out just because really after round eight that's when you're grasping at straws anyways and i just read a report that for the kansas city and cardinals game kansas city's their starters are going to play the first half and i'm like why that's why would a, you do that for what yeah so if you've already draft drafted uh <laughs> don't know what to tell you on that couple hot takes uh one cardinals defense is for real and russell wilson sucks yes uh mr unlimited has given me unlimited reasons why i'm not a believer yeah and, and, and i mean I'm a big hater of Russell Wilson because he torched me last year. He killed me. I thought I was the smartest guy in the room when I was taking Russell Wilson in the eighth or ninth round. In sleeper. Fantasy. Yeah. You got a sleeper there. Awful. Uh, Pickett to Pickens. That is the start of a Hall of Fame career for both. <laughs> yeah, he actually, Pickett, Pickett looked good. I'm a believer. So. I, I'm a believer, and I'm going to keep saying that to myself, and, and I'm going to prove everyone right. He had a rough start last year, but he picked it up. So Jordan Love, Jordan M- Love. MVP yeah, for MVP. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I say that jokingly. He actually looked decent. He looked like a quarterback at first. He didn't look in sync. I will say that like his throws were a little off, he, but then they kind of missed. Yeah. He missed a crosser to the tight end that looked like it was wide open play, but the touch pass on the touchdown was, I, I was like, okay, well, could the Packers be so lucky and go from Favre to Rodgers to another potentially good quarterback? Yeah, that's that's a possibility. I just that's crazy. Um, he just <laughs> needs a better name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one that I that kind of jumped out at me. Um, the Bears are back. <laughs> Justin Fields. If you are a believer of that guy, three for three, hundred and twenty nine yards and two touchdowns. On paper, it looks great. But then when you see it, it's like screen pass. Air yards, yeah. zero. <laughs> it, I mean, hey, I, <laughs> that, yeah. Don't don't watch the highlight. Know that Khalil Herbert and DJ Moore did everything on hey, their own. Khalil Herbert looked good, and that was nice to see. That was nice, and it was a catch, which they keep talking about his like not He's being not as a, involved in the receiving game, but it's a one dimensional guy. Yeah, um, I don't know. Going down the list here, Chiefs overrated. Losing to the Saints. Hey, Saints look good. Derek Carr looked like a guy who could throw a ball. <laughs> and his arms look super jacked. He's jacked. And we've talked about that before. Um, I mean, Jameis is Jameis. I love Jameis. Yeah. Um, Shout out, but, Jameis. But, yeah, I mean, other than that, 49ers, they're a bust. They lose 34-7 to to the Raiders. So, uh, Trey Lance, not good um sack six times i think it was and it wasn't like the o-line's fault at all that's one of those things where the quarterback just doesn't trust the reads and and 
he's going to rely on his legs. But, but even how t- crazy is that, that we thought like he was going to be the biggest thing ever, and then now we look at him, and it's like he's deflated. Well, yeah. Well, and then you're like, oh, Brock Purdy, he's the guy. I was like, okay, listen, I'm rooting for Brock Har- Purdy as a local guy from Arizona as well, but, I mean... When you waste all that draft capital on Trey Lance, and then he ends up, you end up just using Brock Purdy. <laughs> that's that's pretty brutal. And even the touchdown pass that Lance threw was, I mean, he led the DB perfect. It just got a lucky deflection lucky. bounce and went into someone else's hands. But anyway, just recapping the week one, and as we're at life right now for week two preseason games. So you were talking, on. you were talking of Jalen Carter last week. Mm-hmm. Did you see his first play? No. He looked like a nightmare. He he busted through the offensive line and om- pretty much got a sack, but the guy just let go of the ball, the quarterback let go of the ball as soon as the the you know, as soon as Jalen Carter smashed into him. I I mean, he's as if he's the Philly already needed a- another pass rusher. Right. Well, he's a physical freak. There's no doubting that. I mean, the guy, I don't really, I mean, I guess it was just the car accident that made him fall down the way that, in the draft, the way that he did. But the dude is just, he's going to be a, he's going to be a wreck. And I don't want to say this because I'm a Tony Pollard lover, but Deuce Vaughn belongs on the field. That boy. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because I remember watching him at K-State and like, He's such a little guy, but he's so shifty and fast. Like he reminds me, I hate to you mean short short people out there, but Darren Sproles type player that just when he gets it, his little feet are just moving so fast that you're like, How how the hell are we gonna keep yeah. up with this guy? Eight carries, fifty yards and a touchdown. I mean, like that is a, a debut. That does right worry there. me from a fantasy perspective. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I mean I mean I think that Pollard is still gonna How get... could you not be excited about Tony Pollard? Mm. Here's the thing. I love Tony Pollard. We've expressed that before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my concern is that they're saying that they want to manage his workload. I don't know what that means. Does that mean it's a 60-40 But do you split? think he gets less carries than he got last year? I mean, I, mean, I don't think so. He was super productive with Elliott. Involved. I just don't want him to not be a part of the receiving game whatsoever. And then, you know, if Deuce Vaughn ends up taking that away from him, that limits the value of Pollard. But, you know, True. definitely don't draft him and leave him for me. Yeah. Uh, that, that's basically what I'm saying. Yeah, we're saying stay away from him. You know, stay away from these kind of breakout guys. Yeah, DJ Moore, definitely do not draft that guy. Definitely not. He sucks. So now, as we kind of go into the uh, fantasy news of the week, a couple of running back signings that are shifting things a little bit. We got Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook to the Jets. I don't know why that took so long, but Dalvin Cook to the Jets and Zeke to the Pats. So Cook, it just tells me that that uh, Brees Hall's not ready yet. He's not ready. And do I think Brees Hall in the second half of the year is going to absolutely be a beast? Yes, but they're going to bring him slowly back in. Absolutely. What, uh, I mean, it's the smart thing for them to do. Just from a fantasy perspective, though, it does kind of hurt you know, his stock. But do you think that Dalvin Cook could emerge as as the guy there and Brees Hall is like a, a secondary? Or do you think that no. it's Brees Hall's backfield? It's Brees Hall's backfield. Yeah, and that's kind of what I think because we've seen the talent that Brees Hall has last year and 
uh, we've seen Dalvin Cook decline a little bit. We have. I mean, he still looked pretty good last year, but Dalvin Cook, there always is the injury aspect didn't he, of him. Didn't Dalvin Cook like try to pay his wife off for like him beating her up or something? I think I read something about that. Ooh, that's throwing out some allegations. Yeah. I don't know. No, no, this is true. These okay. Things, I know I've heard it before. I think he was he was trying to offer his ex-girlfriend some money or something like that I mean, to not come out. <laughs> More on those kind of stories later. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, Brees Hall, he, he's, you, he can be had in the fourth round in fantasy. I mean, again, he's one of those guys you're going to have to be patient with because you're going to draft him and then he's going to sit there and he's probably not going to be, he may not even be start worthy for the first month of the Correct. year. Correct. But he could be a league winner because he could come back exactly towards the end of the season and light it up. So with Zeke now going to the Pats, what I mean, that hurts Ramondre Stevenson. It does affect his value. It does, but I think Pollard had success with Zeke there. And I think Zeke is more of a role guide at this point in his career. He's not he's not the the all-star back that we've seen in the past. Um, I think Ramajay Stevenson, he, he still has a chance. And then you also got to think it, it limits his risk for injury. He's not going to be on the field. He's not going to be taken as much of a beating. But I still think... He could still get some goal line stuff. I still believe in Ramaj Stevenson. I need a weight check on Zeke. I need to know what he came into the Pats facility weighing. Like, well, is, is he looking frumpy or is he wearing half shirts? Was he eating some cereal? I mean, <laughs> probably. Is he it might cereal have had a few or bowls of cereal cream? before yeah. he came in? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Ramondre is going to be, I think he's still obviously the lead back, but I think that we're going to be, whoever has him on their fantasy team is going to be cursing Zeke up and down for all the touchdowns he's going to vulture. I, yeah. would, I would bet he vultures at least a half dozen touchdowns. Yep, and I mean, Zeke is just touchdown or bust at this point, right? Oh, I mean, he's still good in short yardage. I mean, I think, yeah. I want to say he was number Fan- one. Fantasy-wise, I mean, it's it's a touchdown or you're going to be unhappy. Yeah, I mean, I would never I would never draft Zeke. I mean, unless you were just stashing him for a handcuff, but... I mean, do you think he could be uh, Jamal Williams and get the just crazy amount of volume at the goal line not that many yards though yeah true. jamal williams was he man. actually did well he he took over for injured backfield so yeah i mean zeke i think maximum he's gonna be a handcuff not a starter um because i think he only provides that best rb3 value but yeah and then i mean going into some of the other running backs here i mean there's been no news on Jonathan Taylor or Josh Jacobs. And you still got Leonard Fournette and Kareem Hunt out there. Right. So it's like, I mean, we have our draft if coming you, up If here. you had a guess, like where's <clears throat> where are some of these quarterbacks going to go? And you got Leonard Running Fournette, backs? Kareem Hunt. Um, it's hard to say because I think a lot of the – I think these guys are holding out to see what happens during the preseason. Um, yeah, maybe waiting for an injury. Yeah, I mean – the one it's, I wrote down was Minnesota. I feel like I don't know how sold they are on Alexander Madison. Yet. I am a big believer in Alexander Madison. Only, they, well, they have talked pretty highly of him, and he doesn't have a lot of competition behind him. So that being said, I could absolutely well, see that being... who's his backup? That's what I was wondering. Because that guy might be worth a stash. Well, 
and going back to your point, I think that this might be a good uh, that might be a good landing spot for a Leonard Fournette or something like that. I mean, I just I don't know if I I, I really like Alexander Madison. I think he can do it all. They've talked about him being a three uh, three down back, which I like. Um, because there's not many of those types of running backs anymore. So, I mean, I'm all for those kinds of kinds of guys having on my team. Um, but I mean, looking at like some of the rushing stuff, I mean, I don't, I don't know who Ty Chandler, Ty maybe? Chandler, that's I mean, who I think I've heard about, but that's not, I would like to see that doesn't excite me if he does anything in the preseason, North Carolina. I I just don't yeah, see I don't, it. I don't see You're the right. value there. I mean, if it's if fair. a Fournette or uh, a Kareem Hunt signs there, then yeah, I could absolutely see them being a solid handcuff. But but at the same time, I think Leonard Fournette and Kareem Hunt are a little more over the hill than oh, some yeah. of these other backs. Lenny looks slow. Yes. I I mean, Playoff he looks Lenny. slow, but he I don't know. He just Kareem Hunt. I don't. He know. made he made uh, the the who was the Rashad White. Rashad White looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> when that's saying a lot, because it's like, we don't know yet how good that guy is. I'm big on Rashad White, though, because <laughs> he is Sun Devil. That um, just, yeah, Sun Devil, yes. but So, interesting question. Sure. Second round rolls around. Jonathan Taylor's on the board. Do you take him? That's a good question, because the, for me, the upside is in the trade, if they can deal him. If they're willing to deal him, can can you imagine him on another team? Um, I feel like they would just any team would love to have him. Fourth round rolls around. Josh Jacobs is there. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm taking him. Yeah, I I would take him because of what he did last year. I still think he's capable, um, but it, but he's got a. Has he signed? What what's going no, on with that? He hasn't. Okay, but so he's for just... every game that he misses, he's basically losing out on over five hundred grand. Well, he's gonna have to get in there eventually. Then I mean, I wouldn't want to pass up five hundred grand. I'm not passing up five hundred. I wouldn't step over a five dollar bill, let alone five hundred <laughs> grand. So, yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like that he's gonna be there. I just he he's probably doing his whole. Uh, yeah, I want to kind of not go to training camp so yeah um but anyway so now we've talked about some of the players that we feel are kind of falling back some of the risers yeah who do we got a lot of good news on calvin ridley Uh, i mean i said before i think he's gonna be fantastic he's a possible league winner for sure i I just did you say that last time yeah 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 i just i feel like he's gonna be good i i like he's been with the wide receivers number one wide receivers all camp he's the only receiver to be with the ones all camp the guy puts up a thousand yards every year when he is healthy i mean the last we saw him he was absolutely a beast with atlanta does anybody know what his betting slip said like who was he betting on because hmm. that tells me a lot about if I'm like willing to draft him. Because it tells me about his decision making, character like, issues. You know what was the spread? No, like I want to know what he dra- what he bet on, and how much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if homeboy's putting a five dollar parlay down for parlizzle, well, for, you know what? That I don't dog that because that's like a lottery ticket. You got to think of it like a lottery ticket. That's your chance at a million. But that's that's him. 
<laughs> we're talking NFL players, not me and you. <laughs> um, some of the other risers, uh, we got Javante Williams. All the work word has been good with him coming out of camp that he's almost a hundred percent or is a hundred percent. I still think Samaje Pirine is going to lead that backfield the first couple weeks, but I think as the season rolls on, if Javante Williams. Uh, shows any bit of what he did his rookie year, I think he's going to firmly take care of that running back um, backfield. And I mean, in addition to that, he's going to be playing in week two preseason. So I'm, I'm interested to see kind of what he looks like. Um, Alvin Kamara. He's moving up. You, you can get an Alvin Kamara in the 10th round, ninth, 10th round. Is it was he suspended for three games, three games. It just yeah. depends he on looked, how he, he looks good. Like it was good to see him get some catches and stuff like that. But I mean, they drafted Kendra Miller, and you know, if if he if does he goes what, out those first three games, yeah, I mean, that's the guy I would draft over Jamal Williams probably because I feel like he has the chance to be your lottery ticket, your spark, your you know. I just potential. i I feel like in the tenth, ninth, tenth round though, that's low risk, high reward. To okay, take an Alvin so Kamara. I just looked it up. Calvin Ridley deposited fifteen hundred bucks into his account. Now I don't know which account that is, and he bet on NBA and NFL games, including the Falcons. Said I just effed up. Period. So so he bet on his he bet own on team the Falcons when he was what injured and just sitting out. I don't know. He, See, I mean that's not doesn't uh, detail that. Well, maybe he's dropping in my draft boards then for just being a dumbass and <laughs> betting on. He his bet own on the team. Falcons. I mean, yeah, you bet on your own team. Th- that's a. That's I mean, inside information. Where did Pete Rose? What did he bet on his own team? Allegedly, no, he did not. And he was like shunned forever. Well, he's still banned from baseball. Yeah. He's never yep. coming back. That's baseball talk. Eh. Um, yeah. So I mean, you got what about what? Here's an interesting player that's actually moving up in draft boards. Sky Moore. I I can see that. I'm more excited for the rookie. The was it Ross? Yes, Justin Ross. Justin Ross could be the next, you know, Randy Moss here's, with that offense. Here's the thing. Sky Moore <clears throat> has been the only receiver continuously working with the ones. Now, is this Is that just a slot role? I mean, that's kind of where he is, but like is that because Kadarius Tony can't ever play <laughs> and is not available ever? More than likely. I mean, talk about a dude that's given the world and he's just totally shitting the bed on that. I mean, Kadarius, Kadarius Tony doesn't have, he have like a a Giants tattoo or something? He's like in a Giants jersey or something oh, on his back. We should talk about that <laughs> tattoos that <laughs> the you the dumbest regret. tattoos in the NFL. Yeah, <laughs> tattoos that you regret yep, instead yep. of regret. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Anyway, yeah, I mean, there's some good, uh, you know, one handcuff that comes to mind that looked really good in preseason week one, Tank Bigsby. Yep, Tank Biggs, Bigsby. I mean, I, I, that was one of my sleepers. I, I think he has the opportunity to be good. Now, you're not going to fade Etienne for that. I mean, he's still going to be heavily, heavily involved. Um, Bigsby is not much of a pass catcher, so that does limit his upside. But good handcuff, though for sure so definitely 
Um, all right. Well, so we're going to break down a couple of divisions in the NFC. We've already went through all the AFC divisions, um, but we're going to go into the NFC North and the NFC South, give you our best overall player in that division, uh, our do not draft, our safe pick, our league winner, and our sleeper. I mean, and just for a second, like how happy are you guys that you're drafting next weekend instead of last draft weekend? Completed, <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. And then with all these changes, like, so... Yeah, that I mean, was even like, my notes I have to update, so... Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Uh, NFC North, best overall. I mean, this is pretty easy. Let me think. <laughs> He's the consensus number is one it, in all of fantasy. Let's start with the, the J. Yeah. Uh, David's first <laughs> overall pick. Um, yeah, Justin Jefferson. I mean, don't even think twice about it. The dude's just on the 20, 21 points per game, 106 yards a game. I mean, this offense just stay pass heavy, especially you know with you know the departure of of Dalvin Cook. I think he's the safest elite pick on the roster. Yeah, I mean, they don't even think twice. Uh, same here. I have Justin Jefferson. Um, no one else was really even thought of or considered close. Um, or do not draft in the NFC North. I, I'm going with Christian Watson here. Okay. So I pick Christian Watson. Watson, um, I could see him being, you know, just very frustrating for you guys as owners. And he will have, you know, a big game, you know, and he's sitting on your bench. Uh, you know, his his success solely relies on Jordan Love. Well, he looked like an MVP <laughs> in preseason week one. So everybody looks great. Yeah. Um, Everything is awesome. Um, my do not draft, I put Aaron Jones. Now, I honestly feel like I could change this the more I think about it. Um, I mean, I would probably go with any receiver on the Packers, too, just because I want to see Love do it on a consistent basis before I per- give any value to any receiver on the Packers. Um, I just I feel like Aaron Jones is at that, what, magical 28 years old Things start falling apart. Um, and that's when apparently they just all drop off to oblivion. So I do think that it, it was frustrating because I had Aaron Jones last year. It was frustrating to see A.J. Dillon in the game for so long. And then you all of a sudden you look up, it's halftime. There was four drives and Aaron Jones was in for two of them. And it's just like, and the only way that he bailed you out last year was, you know, if the Packers were down, they were just, he would catch five or six and, catches. I mean, I would argue a good riser, maybe not riser right now, but it could be a riser is A.J. Dillon because, you know, everybody's drafting Aaron Jones. Yeah. And A.J. Dillon mm. could see a lot of work. I think he's going to be the one of the best handcuffs that you can have for sure, only because his volume, he's still going to get 40 to 50% of the carries now with Aaron Jones in the Definitely. Lineup. So, um, safe pick. I got Amon Ra St. Brown. He's my safe pick. I love that guy. So he finished the last two seasons in the top 12 in targets. He's got 25% target share with Jared Goff. So, you know, he's 20 points per game. I mean, that's more than A.J. Brown. So I really think he's just a must-start, reliable option. You can just plug him and forget and Do you know that that dude speaks two two other languages? He speaks German and French. No, but just the fact that he memorizes 16 
players that yes. were drafted before him yes. is like, I mean, that's the kind of personality that you want I, on your I, team. I mean, I just listened to an interview with him and he was phenomenal. And I just like made me like him even more. So yeah, I, I'm a big Amon Ross St. Brown guy. Who's your um, league winner? <clears throat> or why are you still No, so my safe pick is safe Alexander pick. Madison. All right. I like him. And I've had him before in the past when I had I had to handcuff him when I had Dalvin Cook. And he would step in and he would get 20 carries, 100 yards, you know, two catches for a couple yards, and then maybe a touchdown. Yeah, he, he, was, was, he was solid enough. He was always a guy I would look for when the injury report comes <clears> out <throat> and then someone has him on their roster. Yep. And he I was, was like, I never stashed. had a chance to hold on to him. He was never on waivers. Yep. He was never. always stashed because of you know, Cook's injury history, but he was always he was always rotting on someone's bench until the time was just right. That's, and then he would That's wouldn't. how he rolls. So that was my uh safe pick. League winner. Jameer Gibbs. Ooh. So uh I got Jameer Gibbs. You know, the he's he's the the one thing the Lions the one thing the Lions like to do is they rely on the running backs. I mean we've seen it time and time again. Uh he led the league uh, the running backs have led, led the league for the Lions in running back touchdowns. They're fifth in carries, ninth in targets to running backs. So someone's got to get these carries. And uh, when I read that his NFL scouting report, I mean, they were saying that he lo- he's uh, he profiles like Jamal Charles. <sighs> that's, so that's if big. he's anything near that, I'm going to take that. Um, and, you know, with all those running back touches up for grabs, you know, he should get the bulk of these. I like Jameer Gibbs a lot. Um, they did heavily invest in David Montgomery. That's my only concern. Um, and I heard that the, uh, Dan Campbell loves David Montgomery. And Dan he talks Campbell, him up Dan every Campbell chance he can get. loves every football player. He loves player anyone that is going to ruin another guy's fantasy journey <laughs> well he made me so mad the way he utilized deandre swift but that's a sidebar i can't i don't know i think that dan campbell just loves anyone that loves football so um i do like the way that they celebrated when they drafted uh jameer gibbs so that does tell me that they were high on him and they do want him um i think i could see that being more of a 50 50 split initially but then it probably will lean heavy to Jameer Gibbs at some point. Sure. I just he, David Montgomery doesn't have the explosiveness. Yeah, and I think they were. It was almost like they were. You know, he was banged up a lot, and it was like they might have been trying to phase him out over there in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. My league winner is Amon Ra, just because I love him. He's the best. I, I love that dude. Yeah, I, I definitely. Think he, I think he's going to be so good. I don't know how it's going to look when Jameson Williams comes in after his suspension for six games, but um, I just feel like his target share. I mean, some of the some of the stats that I always look at, I just look at opportunity. Like, do you are you getting carries? Are you getting targets? I don't even look at he's, catches. This guy's going to get targets, right? So it's like if you get ten targets but you have two catches, okay. To me. That's just an anomaly. It's going to turn around. If you're getting the volume of looks your way, you're eventually going to convert it into catches. He Now, didn't he have <clears throat> some injury, some con, uh, concussion or something like that last year? He did. Um, I think he missed a week or two last okay. year. I can't remember. But he, I, he, 
I feel like he's still very reliable. Yeah, he he's like the Cooper Cup of the NFC North. Yeah. Uh, sleeper. Sleeper. So I dug deep in the barrel for this one. Ooh, ready for this. <laughs> All right, so hear me out. I'm going K.J. Osborne. Okay. Wide receiver for the Vikings. Okay. All I right. mean, this guy, he, he was balling out in a lot of games last year. Um, you know, he may he may have dropped to wide receiver three, but, you know, he had a strong 20, 2022. You know, I think he can, you know, build on the Vikings and he'll play in those three receiver sets frequently. And I think the Vikings play in three receiver sets quite a bit. So he's going to get some work. He's one of those guys that will catch those deep touchdowns every now and then, too. If I'm going to go with, like, a last pick flyer, like, I'm going to go with someone like K.J. Osborne, who no one's really thinking about, and then he blows up week one, and then he's on the must-add waivers week one. My reservation with him is Jordan Addison, because I think Jordan Addison's going to be phenomenal. And so that could limit his upside. But again, these are sleepers. These are guys that you may or may not even draft. But true, that might be someone you grab in week one or two of waiver wires, and then he ends up being a you know an RB two or wide receiver two, whatever it may be. Well, what, was just, wasn't Justin Jefferson like undrafted his no. rookie year? No, 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 no. In fantasy, oh, uh, like people, I think he was just he like, may have been up a on waivers. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I did, I can't remember exactly the hype around him going into it, but there wasn't there was hype, but it was not. I don't think anyone knew what was about to go down. I mean, I don't <laughs> think anyone knew he'd be this. Yeah, yeah, just all I mean, stud. LSU is starting to become like <laughs> wide receiver U with him and Jamar Chase. And yeah, all definitely. These guys. Uh, my sleeper is I didn't really dig all that deep, but uh, I got AJ Dillon. Just because I feel like if Aaron Jones has any bit of injury or any type of situation where he is starting to seed carries to to AJ Dillon, that's he's he's a beast, dude. He's a beast. He's and a big man, but he I can mean, you still have to move. give that guy work. He's a big dude, but he can move. He's your goal line guy. Like I just and he can catch too. He yeah, can catch out of the backfield. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now let's move to. The most pathetic division, I feel like, in the entire NFL. Yeah, this was a tough one to. Uh, this was a tough one to pick some of these picks. I NFC will say that. South. The best player in the NFC real, South. Real quick, <laughs> what do you think the record of the team that wins that division is? See, I I'm a believer. I think the New Orleans, New Orleans Saints are going to be good. I don't think they win more than nine games. But that's true. Like, what what's the win total going to be? That's a good question. I mean, the Bucks are going to be crap. Yeah. Panthers crap. Oh, yeah. I watched the preseason Panthers for a little bit, and I was like, they have no protection. They're in trouble. The Falcons could be frisky. Yes. Depending on Desmond Ritter. Yeah, it's all up to Desmond Ritter. But this division sucks. Okay, best overall. That being said. <laughs> that being said, I mean, the best player to me is a rookie. So... I mean that tells you a lot about this oh, this this offense the or hype this is real. NFC South, <clears throat> but this is a rookie that's unlike any other rookie. You know he's he's the the biggest uh, rookie next to guy like since Saquon Barkley. You know he's this hype is is real. You know I really like his situation with his offensive coordinator Arthur Smith. You know he was a former Titan offensive coordinator. Uh, his, he was a beast at Texas. Yeah, he's a beast at Texas. You know, he's like I said, he's the highest touted running back, 
Um, I like his his catches out of the backfield, and I think he'll just be a big mismatch for most teams. For those that don't know, we are talking about Bijan Robinson, but chances are if you're listening to this, you know exactly who we're talking about. Um, Bijan is a beast. I I mean, today was his first kind of uh, run, uh, preseason run that you could say. Uh, four carries, 20 yards, one catch for six yards. I mean, he didn't play a whole lot. So, And they're probably not going to show you a whole bunch of what they what kind of packages he's going to be in. No. I mean, he's I, lined up as a receiver in training camp. So, I feel like the Falcons mean. best use him the way that they should when you draft a player that high at running back. Because if, I mean, I get it. Tyler Algier had over 1,000 yards, but Bijan is supposed to be otherworldly different. So, if that translates, then I like that a lot. Um, my best overall uh, is going to be Chris Olave. I think he finally has a quarterback that can get him the ball. I think Derek Carr has shown to zero in on specific receivers. Um, I think Olave can be a massive deep threat. I he he. Th- there's been a lot of receivers that have made that huge jump from season one to season two. I think Olave could definitely be in that realm. Um, he's being taken right now at about the third round, third, fourth round, depending on how your draft falls in 10 team leagues. So, um, that's definitely a guy that should be zeroed in on. Cause I think he's going to be good. Now, Michael Thomas, don't know what you're going to get from him coming back and how that impacts him. But I do like Chris Olave a lot. Uh, your do not draft. Do not draft. I I'm going with Drake London. Uh, Drake London, he had good production as a rookie, but it doesn't translate well to fantasy. So, like, the fantasy scores were not that great. Um, You know, you got the return of Kyle Pitts. You got Bijan Robinson. Uh, There's just so many talent, and I think he just gets kind of drowned out. And, you know, I see them eating into his target share. He's, you know, he's going to be a gamble this year. Uh you know, especially where he's going in drafts, I, I, I'm just not willing to take that gamble at this point. But you know, he could take a step up, but I just don't know if he's going to be any good PPR wise. I think he can get you know a good amount of yards. There was a lot of hype with him too, and I just I don't trust the quarterback play there yet to to go with him. Every time I see every time every time I'm doing a mock draft and I see Drake London's name pop up, I don't even think twice. I just pass over it. So for I sure, mean, I, I mean I'm right there with you. Yeah, the Desmond Ritter kind of scares me, and I do I I do kind of believe in Kyle Pitts this year. I mean, as much as everybody <sighs> is like avoiding him, but I mean this guy has the raw talent to be a number two, number one tight end eventually i i don't know what to think with kyle pitts this is like a big time show me year like it sure i think if he doesn't have a good year this year i think that's that you the word the b word is going to start coming out and people are going to start calling him a bust only because of where he was well people are probably calling him that now and it's not even it's not enough time though yeah um my do not draft and this is this is my do not draft in specific ranges, but um, I put Alvin Kamara. I do worry about the decline in play. I do worry about him obviously missing three games. Now, if you're going to take a flyer on him in the 11th round, sure. That's low risk, high reward. I like that. However, I don't see him going anything then. higher than that, yeah. I wouldn't even touch. 
I would stay. Yeah, stay so with. he's probably not going to end up on my squad either. It's just like <clears throat> the value and when you got to take him is just not worth it. Safe pick. My safe pick is a guy on a new team. It's Miles Sanders. Uh, Miles Sanders, he, you know, he he had a hot, solid season last year. You know, twelve hundred yards. He's he's a two hundred fifty-nine carries. He's a, he's a three-down back. Um, and you know, I think he can get more catches this year, especially with you know Bryce Young. And you know, I see him finishing potentially top ten if he's healthy. I mean, you got Chuba Hubbard. I don't know what to expect from him in the backfield, but. I do like – I mean, they invested in Miles Sanders, so I could absolutely see him being the guy. Um, he had a heck of a year last year, so I do like his upside. I do like that he's likely going to be the guy in Carolina. So, And he's not even going that – he's not even going in like RB1, RB2 like spots for, for drafts. So I do like the value there as well. Um, my safe pick is Mike Evans. Because the dude just gets a thousand yards every year, doesn't matter. Now this year is going to be tricky. I was going to say I'm a little afraid of Mike Evans. <laughs> this to be year might be a little tricky, but um, if he, I mean, but Mike Evans has done it with poor quarterback play in the past. So that being said, I do like Mike Evans still. Just to yeah, be, I mean, he his last quarterback was like the greatest of all time. <laughs> okay, prior to that. <laughs> Prior to that, um, yeah. Okay, yeah, forgot about that TB12 guy. Um, (laughs) But prior to that, his quarterback play was not great. Um, And so, yeah, I I just, I don't think he's going to be wide receiver one or maybe even wide receiver two, but I think he's going to give you solid, you know, 10 week, and that's likely what you're looking at with him. Um, League winner. League winner, I went with Chris Olave. So, you know, he's he was outstanding as a rookie with Andy Dalton. Yeah. So just think when you upgrade your quarterback play, you know, he's dangerous vertically through the air. You know, he, he he's just a, a – he, he commands target share. So he had 25% target share. You know, he only scored five touchdowns, so I see positive touchdown regression coming for Chris Olave. Absolutely. Yep. I mean – me and you just flipped our best overall in league winner because I went league winner Bijan Robinson. Uh, I mean, I feel like those two categories are very similar, anyways. But very. Um, the league winner Bijan Robinson, if you're going to waste a top ten pick on a running back, you're going to use him. I, I could see him easily getting 300 touches this year. Um, any running back that's taken the top ten in the draft has been uh, top ten running back fantasy wise um, in the in that same year. So. I would expect big things from Bijan if Arthur Smith uses them the way that he should use them. Um, going to sleeper. So sleeper, I'm I'm not as high on Mike Evans as you. So I'm going with the other guy in Tampa Bay. I'm going with Chris Godwin. I feel like he's just a target monster. I just think that he's just going to eat into so much, you know, get so much of a target share that you know he's such a reliable guy to throw the ball to. Um, you know, I expect the Bucks to be down big in games, and I think that increases his volume even more. So here's a funny thing that I heard. And, I mean, <laughs> apparently if Baker Mayfield wins that starting job, Baker Mayfield has the lowest completion percentage to wide receivers in the slot. 
and Chris Godwin. Oh, <laughs> look at that. See, you pull out a nugget out of dropping, your hat. Dropping truth bombs pull on the you. Nugget no, out of your I hat. mean, now, uh, those are one of those stupid, obscure stats that you But just, how you never good know, is Chris Godwin in the slot? I, I, mean, I mean, Chris Godwin's so good. So, I mean, who did Baker Mayfield have as a slot receiver in the past? Not Chris not, Godwin. Not so, that. yeah, I could absolutely see him having a good year. Yeah, um, who did he have in the slot? <laughs> like, none. Donovan Peoples Jones was on the outside, I yeah, think. Yeah, I can't Jarvis even Landry. Recall. Jarvis Landry. He's he would right. operate out of the slot. Yeah. I don't know. He had the he was with the Rams last year, but it's like they don't have any slot guys. Scon two two Atwell or Skoranek. Skoranek, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, either way, but I mean, I I could absolutely see him having a good year, and I actually do like. I've always liked Chris Godwin's game. So uh, my sleeper, and I don't even know if it's really much of a sleeper, is Miles Sanders. But only because the only reason I put him in the sleeper category is just because you don't know what to expect exactly from the Carolina Panthers, but. What you probably can expect is with a rookie quarterback and a running back that you invest in four years for, uh, you're probably going to give him the ball a lot. So, for sure. Um, rookie quarterbacks tend to uh, check down. So I would say that Miles Sanders is probably a good sleeper choice um, only because he can possibly give you RB1 numbers but get drafted in the third or fourth round in fantasy drafts. There's a lot of those running backs late. That I've been looking at, and I'm like, man, this is like usually this is a dead zone. I this yeah. is like a leave leave for dead. But I can convince myself of anything when I'm looking at players in the eighth, ninth, tenth round. I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I saw that one clip of him <laughs> in in camp, and he looked amazing without pads and beating a linebacker. Like, well, true. of course. So That's true. It's hard to say, eh. but I mean, I can convince myself of anyone. I mean, you give me a player, you throw out a name. I'm gonna I'm gonna sell you on him. That's sure. why you don't want to take my advice on here, because <laughs> I will make everyone sound great. And usually, the ones that I say are not going to be good end up being one of the better options. And that's usually how it works for me. Just fade whatever I say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that pretty much wraps up all the fun uh, fantasy news, NFC stuff. Um, I wanted to bring it back to more of a lighter side and go to some of the funnier things that we've seen over the last week. Um, and just in case you might have missed. You know, yeah, just in case. Wildness going on. Okay, I'm going to start because I know your stories are really good, but Let's I'm go. going to start real quick and just say that I was sitting down watching the Cubs game the other day. For those that don't know, I am a diehard Cubs fan. I live and breathe the Chicago Cubs. What, li- what started that for you? Spring training going to spring training games when i was a kid so you were in arizona watching yeah the Cubs. so i mean i'm from arizona okay. go to spring i was training always wondering games. that wgn you know the games being on tv that i mean i would i lived at spring training i was i was the guy that was showing up on opening day spring training entirely too early with a cooler of way too many drinks and <laughs> had the best time of my life so um but as i was watching the game the other night i saw a home run ball hit and a Cubs fan in the bleachers stuck his hands out to catch said ball and totally whiffed on the ball and took it square in the nuts. Oh. And the funny thing was they showed the replay. You know that slow motion 
camera that you get when it goes into the crowd and the uh-huh. you see everyone like yeah yeah Bam. you see the the delayed reaction of the ball going through the arms hitting in the nuts and then and then the pain sinks in and he's like oh and then it just melts back oh, into a man. seat oh so is he a younger guy or older guy no probably i mean middle-aged but here's my <clears throat> thing if you're gonna stick your hands out and try to catch a, f- a home run ball you can't miss so badly that it hits you in the nuts. Ouch. I mean, and then it's on national TV. Yeah. Yeah, you can, I feel like I would try my damnedest. I would like use my, I don't even know, use my shirt or something, you know, I, to get as more anything, surface area to catch anything. that ball. I mean, he could hit that. They, there could be, he could sit out there for games the rest of his life and never have that opportunity to get hit in the nuts like that. Maybe he should, like, his nuts should be in the Hall of Fame. You know, the nuts. All time nuts to be able to take that home run. Fall <laughs> to the nuts. I, I don't want to go. <laughs> they can dip it in wax and, you know, <laughs> put it on a. <laughs> and here's a wax figure of the nuts that took the home run ball. I. I, I like I I know like in the past be like oh take his man card I don't that's well what his I man card do. was already taken <laughs> that's true very the home very run true. ball took his man card very very true all right I mean he's been embarrassed enough can we just say that he's you know the announcers didn't even acknowledge it I'm sorry if I'm on the broadcast I'm like check this guy out yeah I'm at least being like at least saying like oh yeah right right below the belt yeah you know how like announcers always have to skirt around that and be like oh he took a shot in (laughs) an area that's not very comfortable yeah i guess i guess you got you're kind of a slave to the network or whatever yeah (laughs) yeah anyway all right you got some good ones aaron all right so let's let's pull up some football related stuff first so the first one that i found is Jamar Chase follows restraining order against a one-night stand. So he had a one-night stand with this girl. So he's uh, he, he so he found himself involved with a woman named Amber Hunter before engaging in what he described as a one-night stand uh, in the court filing. He was granted a temporary restraining order order over calculated and ongoing harassment. So she's on her Instagram posting that he's the father of her child and he will not take a paternity test like i they need to have some sort of code like they like they need to have like a radar like okay this this chick's crazy stay away from her yeah <laughs> you know like 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 a little avatar thing at least her head maybe like hold like... a seminar at the nfl like and just be like okay how to how to tell if the if this woman is gonna try to make you think you had your bait had her baby or you know it's like yep yeah what what can we do Here, here's yeah. here's my here's my plan to avoid situations like this i would have ndas always on hand you have to and i would film her signing it literally film it then hold up a newspaper so that you have the date and then be like if if no baby shows up here in about 9 months you know it's not mine. He was she was posting about his mother. Ooh, that's taking aim at the mom. Un, you know, uh, posting his phone number so he's getting all these texts and phone calls and like what the hell? How would you ever trust anyone if you're an athlete? I I mean 
you I don't, just I don't know don't. how you would do that. You, you can't do that. Um, I mean, who was the guy that just got uh, all his laundry laid out? Oh, Zion Williamson. Whoa. Yeah, that's Did you a, see that? No, I didn't. No. Oh, that was nasty. This girl was cheap. You want to talk about you need, like, heads up on crazy scale? She was uh, 10 out of 10. She was blasting on Instagram, apparently, and all this stuff about how he, like, aired all the laundry about, like, positions they like and all this stuff. Oh, like, so it, like, it's it like, got, hey, Zion, are you, are you, like, was it worth it? <laughs> right. It, well, and it all started because he posted a picture of his now girl that they're expecting a baby. And then she and lost then she it. She lost it. So, yeah, I, I just, if you're an athlete, you just gotta stay. <laughs> okay, so maybe this away. segment should just be called, like, Crazy Women. <laughs> I don't <laughs> because know. Because I got another story. This This woman caught her boyfriend cheating using ai so i'm a fan of ai when i you know i like messing with it and stuff but now i'm like what the hell so this woman she recorded her husband's voice then cloned it using ai software this is next level called her boyfriend's best friend and started to chat with him and was just like, you know, my my girl's mad at me. I don't know why. You know, like, what could it be? You know, and he's, of course, his best bud just totally runs him through the... <laughs> oh, hey, you know, it's probably that girl you slept with the other night. And then that's all she needed, you know, to find out he was cheating on her. Like, this is like an evil genius here. Here, AI is going to be something else and we're all going to learn on the fly with this maybe we can figure out a way to use this i'm going to try to figure out a way to use this for fantasy football like i could clone sean's voice and i can say hey sean is it cool if you know we do this trade you know uh alexander madison for for Bijan robinson and you're like yeah cool man no problem yeah and then and, and what evidence do you have I mean, you said, you said, so I went ahead and and processed the trade as no commish. No. And, but what evidence do you have? You said it. it. I, I just, AI is going to be evil and we're all going to learn on the fly. But here's the thing. Just don't, don't be an idiot and cheat on your girlfriend or spouse. And then you don't have to worry about AI. That's true. You like that. But, But just in case, if you did come up with like. Some sort of like code word when you call your boy, like, you know, hey Aaron, what's up? And they're like, cock-a-doodle-doo. Like, <laughs> just kind of let it out. Goose, goose. That's what I'm thinking. Like, have have some sort of thing. You could do this with everybody because, I mean, AI will steal anybody's voice. So, I mean, but I've no heard, one knows the code. No, word. I've heard stories about AI. People will take, like, some some girl posts a video of her daughter on Instagram. They record. The daughter's voice clone the voice and then call the mom and be like you know we have your daughter here we have we have your daughter here she's you know we're kidnapping her and then she's, hey dad oh, help I've me heard help that. me dad yeah. help me yeah, yeah, yeah. And, or help me mom and then they claim a ransom so i mean you you can do that it. that's that a would little be scary. scary um you know what else was kind of scary too i just read so uh everybody's favorite football wife 
Brittany Mahomes, you know, she had a scary life-changing trip to the ER with her baby Bronze. So it turns out Bronze is not allergic to his mom. He was allergic he to be. peanuts. Uh, so, yeah, you know, we all know peanut allergies are not that's good. That's so not to mess with. A little scary there. So, uh, how old is Bronze? Bronze. Do we know how old Bronze is? No, but I, I hope he has a speedy recovery. Thoughts um, and prayers. Other than that, like, clean your Apple Watches. Because <laughs> they're filthy and they could kill you. So, uh, there's a new story about an Apple Watch. You could get E. coli on it. You can get God knows what, and it could kill you. You you can get all kinds of poisonous diseases from your Apple Watch. So, all right, wash your watches. Well, that's boys and exciting. Girls. Well, I'm going to bring it back to the lighter side, and then we'll wrap up here. But uh, did you know that there was such thing as called toe wrestling? Toe wrestling. Toe wrestling. No, but I do have some strong toes. So. How does one How have do strong toes? <laughs> do you train your toes? I I can use my feet like hands, just from jujitsu. So okay, I, all right. Wanna, well, that'll get you. But that's still kind of gross. What I can do here? I'm not a big fan of like feet in general, but we could have the, a toe wrestling tournament for placing for fantasy next year. That's what we could do. That's a good thought. <laughs> that's a good thought. Start your training now. Um, this guy is a world champion toe wrestler. Get this. He world had, champ. Oh, yeah. Like so this is like arm wrestling? I, but with your I, toes? I guess, yeah. They have, they have like, I don't even understand it. But apparently, removing your big toe nail, surgically removing that, is an advantage. And that's what this guy did. So he's basically cheating. That's dedication. That's cheating. He trained for 20 years to try to become the world champion and finally beat, like, the GOAT of toe wrestling. So he's in, like, the toe wrestling Hall of Fame now? Or I mean, what? he's going to be now because it's such a great Is this going to be, like, an Olympic sport next year? I I mean, I'm in if it is. I think that and rock, paper, scissors, I'm sold. Put Dude, rock, paper, scissors on the Rock, paper, ballot. scissors seriously solves Underrated. Any, any issue, any squabble, squashed immediately. Rock paper, You can't fight rock, paper, scissors. No. It is what it is. And that's the thing, like paper always beats rock, you know, and what do you think, what do you think the best is, rock, paper, or scissors? Like, which one would you like? Scissors, because no one ever sees it coming. People always go rock or that's paper. That's a, yeah. You throw scissors, you're, you're people always for... People always want to throw paper first. I was going to say, I was going to throw rock. Because well, I'm just thinking, I'm going smash that scissors. Then I'll be screwed, because I'm always throwing pa- scissors first. All right, ready? Or am I now? Ready? Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> wow. Uh, one, two, three. Your, your... One, two, three. Okay, ready? One, two, three. I oh, see, and if I went to my strategy, paper. if I went to my strategy, through paper, so. but see, it was mind tricks because I told you. I we'll just leave it at a tie. I'm yeah, just going to leave it at a tie. That works. All right, guys. Well, this wraps up a hopefully entertaining uh episode of the huddle buddies uh we do very much greatly appreciate if you go on to uh either spotify and we are now on apple podcasts so please go on rate subscribe um give us the the good only if you're gonna do five star only everyone else don't do it yeah but um, just just email me or message me or something and we'll we'll work it out we'll work it out but thank you guys we appreciate you and uh 
We'll see you next Thanks time. Thanks so much. Have a good one.